What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Dietitian Table Talks. I'm your host, Emily Bogato. And I know I told you guys already, if you listened to the other episode, I will be doing one to two episodes per month now because Des and I started a podcast together. It's been super fun. It's called Below the Influencer. If you haven't listened yet, um, make sure to go subscribe and listen. With a warning though, because it is not all about nutrition and fitness and some people definitely aren't going to like it. Uh, We swear, we do all that stuff. So um, if you are not interested in hearing that, don't subscribe then. (laughs) Um, But this channel, I'm definitely going to keep it more educational, more about fitness, nutrition, and that kind of stuff. So stay with me here if you're interested in that, which I'm sure you probably are if you were here to begin with, because that is mostly what I talked about anyway. Um, But this episode, I know it's not going to be for everyone. I won't be offended if you don't listen, but it is an episode specifically for people who want to be a dietitian, think they want to be a dietitian, are in school to be a dietitian, but they're not a dietitian yet. So I know this isn't for everyone, but hopefully enough people will still like learn from this and it will be able to help whoever is in that position. And if you could please share it with a friend, especially if it's not something that is for you, please share it with someone that you know that is in one of those positions because I think it will be very helpful for them. So the reason I want to make this is because I get so many questions that are related to the process of becoming a dietitian, internships, the exams, like jobs after you become a dietitian, all kinds of stuff like that. So I figured it would be best if I just make a podcast episode and try to cover as much information as I possibly can and be very detailed That way, when people have questions like that, I can send them over here and not only answer their question that they have, but probably answer a lot of other stuff that they didn't even know that they were wondering. So that's the reason for this. Um, It will be like I'll start at the very beginning of the path to becoming a dietitian and work my way through the process. So first of all, let me just kind of talk about my situation. Oh, also, I did a Q&A box on my story a long time ago that I will be using during this. Um, I'm going to be answering a lot of the questions throughout, like, me talking through this. But then at the end, if there's questions still that I haven't answered yet, then I'll answer those ones separately. So, starting with why I wanted to become a dietitian and when I figured that out and stuff like that. So, I got really into fitness my, well, I started getting into like fitness and nutrition my senior year of high school. Um, I used to be overweight and I ate really unhealthy. Um, And then my senior year of high school, I kind of started like learning more about nutrition and stuff. Not really, like looking back, I really didn't learn that much about nutrition, but I was trying to make some healthy changes. So I started with little changes for myself, like um, learning how to cook and packing my own lunches instead of getting Taco Bell and just made little changes over time. 
and I saw great results. I felt really good. And then I went to college. And at that point, I didn't even know that a dietitian was a thing. So my freshman year of college, my first semester, I started out actually in like a intro to athletic training class because I was like, well, you know, I love fitness. I love working out. I love being like athletic and healthy and in shape. So maybe an athletic trainer would be like a great job for me. <laughs> um, and in that intro class, I learned what an athletic trainer actually was and realized that it's not what I thought it was at all. <laughs> um, so that was the end of that. And actually, in my first semester, I learned what a dietitian was because someone else from my high school, um, she was a senior in college at this time when I was a freshman, but she went to the same high school as me. Um, I kind of became close with her while we were at the same college and she was going to be a dietitian. So I was like, holy shit, there's a job that has to do all with like eating healthy and helping others do that. So I was like, that is the perfect job for me. So right off the bat, freshman year, second semester, I already knew what I wanted to do. I know that that is not the case for most people and they usually change their mind a bunch. Or if you're listening to this, maybe you are like 28 years old, have a degree in something completely different, and now you are second-guessing it and realizing that this might be something that you want to do. Um, so I know that my path is a lot different than a lot of other people's, um, but hopefully I'll be able to help all of you no matter what your path is. Um, so right away I started taking all the classes that I needed as my prerequisites um, in order to get into the nutrition program for my senior year of college because you have to do like an accredited program in college before you can like move on. Um, so someone asked like classes that I had to take in college. So undergrad I had to take chemistry, organic chemistry, biochemistry, lots of science classes, guys, anatomy, physiology, microbiology, advanced nutrition and metabolism, like an intro to statistics, medical nutrition therapy one and two, food science, community nutrition, and some other classes, of course, as well. Um, but those are the more like sciencey classes that I had to take. The reason I tell you guys this, I'm not trying to scare you away by any means. The reason I tell you this is because, to be honest, there were a lot of people who started off, like, like saying that they were, like, going to school to be a dietitian, and then once they realized that they had to take all these classes and, like, started taking these classes, they realized that that's not something that they wanted to do. A lot of people, when they think of a dietitian, they think, oh, like, I'll go... Well, here's the problem also. So a, a lot of people in college take the Nutrition 101 class because it's like, I forget the word for it, but it's some kind of like, it covers one of your like groups of classes that everyone needs to take, anyone, not just people going into the health field. Um, so a lot of people take that class and they're like, oh, like that's so easy. Like I love learning about fruits and vegetables and protein and like working out and stuff like that 
So they think that the path to becoming a dietitian will be really easy. And then they learn that they have to take all these hard-ass classes. Um, For me, definitely um, organic chemistry and biochemistry were definitely the hardest. Looking back at biochemistry, I can honestly say no clue what (laughs) what it was about. I made my way through it somehow, but... Um, there was like a language barrier between like me and my professor and the class was already so hard to begin with that that class to me went right over my head. I don't know how I managed to do okay in it. Um, but yeah, you have to take hard classes to become a dietitian. It's not all about like things that you can like go grab. Like, you can go grab a banana. You can't go grab, like, the the Krebs cycle and stuff like that. So, it's very much on, like, a small level, cellular level, the stuff that we learn. And I think it's a lot different than people imagine. So, that's the only reason I'm explaining that. Um, so, my path involved, you know, getting a bachelor's degree and the senior year, you do, like, the accredited program that you have to, like, apply to. It's at, It was at my same college. And it's just, like, everyone going through that program, we all take all the same classes at the same time and learn all the same stuff. And then after that, we graduate. And then we go to an internship. Well, back that up. We applied for the internship during our senior year. If we wanted to, not everyone did. There are people who I went to school with that are not dietitians even now. Um, So if you wanted to apply for the internship, you do that during your senior year of college. And then about 55% of people who apply get matched with one. So we'll talk about that more later. But so I I got matched with an internship. So I did my internship, which was about um, 10 months long. And then I took my board exam and then I was a dietitian. So that was the process for me. I know that there are other paths though. So if you Google like um, how to become a dietitian and then one of the first websites will be eatright.org. Click on that one and it kind of explains like different pathways to becoming a dietitian and basically like the step-by-step process. Um, just because I think that will be better for you to see, like, for your situation, what you would have to do. But from my understanding, I've never known the answer when people ask me this, but I just looked it up because I wanted to be able to answer it for, you know, people who ask me and for this podcast. If you have a bachelor's degree already and you want to become a dietitian, from my understanding, you may have to take some prerequisites before you can enter that like senior year program that I did, the nutrition program. Um, you might have to take some prerequisites before you can enter that. So like organic chemistry and stuff like that. If you did not take that for your bachelor's degree, you'll probably have to take those before you can enter that last program. So if you're someone who has a degree in like education, you will probably have a lot more classes that you have to take compared to someone who has like a biology, biochemistry degree. 
um, because they probably have taken a lot of those classes that I took as well. Um, don't quote me on this because I'm not 100%, but from what I read, that's what it sounded like to me. Um, and then there's also some combined programs. So some programs will have a combined undergrad degree with the internship right in it. So then after your bachelor degree, you don't have to do the internship like I did. Um, These, at least when I was in college, they were very far and few between. It wasn't very common. Um, And I know that it is very, like, demanding. Um, And you And you likely will not be able to work during that because all of your time will be going towards school and your internship at the same time. Um, I do think it is a great option and I I think that going back now, I probably would have did it if it it was an option for me. Um, Just because like that internship after undergrad, paying for that is so hard that if you can do them together, I would recommend that. Um, and then there's another option as well, which I think is becoming more common because but in 2024, in order to take your board exam to become a dietitian, you'll need a master's degree. So now there's an option where you can do your internship and master's at the same time, or a lot of internships give you master's credits and then you'll have like a year or so of master's degree left to do after it. Mine did not offer that um, and I didn't really care to be honest because I had no interest in getting a master's. I I really think it's bullshit that they are making it mandatory by 2024 because I just don't think that doing the master's is worth it for at least what dietitians make right now. I, I don't think it's worth it and I don't think it is that beneficial. So I wasn't interested in the master's so I didn't care that much that my internship didn't give me any credits towards it. Um, so what else? Um, so let's talk about getting an internship because a lot of people had questions about that. So like I said, it's like 50 to 55% of people who apply for the internship get one. If you don't get one, that just means that you can apply again at the next round, which is like a semester later, and have at your chance again. Um, and a lot of times people w- will recommend that you like get more experience, um, do some kind of job that will help you out on your application in between or volunteer work or something like that in between. Um, so during undergrad, you want to do things that will help you out with your application. So doing things that will look really good on there. To be quite honest, there, like when I got to like my junior year, I was doing things just because it would help me on my application. You also want to keep track of all this stuff. You want to keep track of your hours, where it was, who the like director of it was, all that stuff because you'll have to put that on your application. So the best thing you can do is to have like both paid work and volunteer work. Um, so just to give you an example, these are all the things that I did and also I'll give you some suggestions that I didn't do. So I was 
I had a paid job as a bod pod technician for the sports dietitian at my school. So basically what I did was I just took the body composition of all the athlete teams that she wanted me to do. Um, I would just run the machine, take their body composition, maybe answer some questions that they had about nutrition. And that was that. I also volunteered with her to be what she called the football breakfast coordinator. So at Central, um, the football team, they get breakfast catered to them before their practice every morning. Um, So I worked with the catering team and the football team to kind of design a breakfast that would be better for them because before I started doing that, the breakfast that they would bring was like so greasy and just not a good meal to eat right before a practice. Um, so I worked with the catering team to come up with meals to help them perform better in their practice. So I had, just with the sports dietitian, I already had, um, a paid job, a volunteer job. She also was my advisor and she was our professor for a few classes. So I had a really good relationship with her. I also had a couple paid jobs in food service. Um, I worked as like a dietary aide in long-term care. Um, honestly, like not going to sugarcoat it. Worst job I ever had. Absolutely hated it, dreaded it. It was terrible. Honestly, like I'm glad I did it because it made me think that every job after that was like so much better, but It was terrible and the only reason that I did it was because I knew that it would look really good for me to have kind of like what they would call a clinical job on this job application because I was working in long-term care and the patients had like different kinds of diets that I had to make sure that their meals were like adhering to. Um, So I knew that it would look really good and that is the only reason I did it. I did have another food service job just at a bagel shop so I still put that on there because you know, food service is, like, a big portion of, like, dietetics, even though a lot of us aren't interested in it. Um, It is still a portion of it, and it will be a portion of your internship, whether you like it or not. Um, what else did I do? I was, oh, I also had a job for several years working at my parents' dental office. So, on the application, I never said it was my parents' dental office, um, but I was able to put that on there and have it kind of look like, you know, a, a really good job for a young person to have because it was, um, and I did it for several years because I did it when I was in high school. I did it in the summers when I'd go home, home from college, um, so I had quite a bit of experience there and it was a job that not many young people had. Um, I also was a board member in the nutrition club which is which was called SAND. I don't know if every college has that but I'm sure you guys have some kind of nutrition club. Um, If you get a board member spot it doesn't really take very much work but it could look good on your application. Um, two other things that you're going to want are, you're going to want to have your story. Like, why are you doing, like, why do you want to become a dietitian? What's your story? Show your passion. Give them something 
good. You know, you have to show that this is truly something that you love. Um, and then another very important thing that a lot of people don't really realize is that you have to have two, I think it's two, I'm not sure if it's two professors in one job or what exactly it is. Um, you have to have letters of recommendation. So I think I had two from professors. <coughs> Excuse me. I don't want to edit that out. So I'm sorry. Um, I think I had two professors and one from my long-term care job. Um, and one of the professors was definitely the sports dietitian that I worked with that wrote me a very good letter of recommendation. To be honest, I don't know if it was good because we don't get to see them, but I guarantee it was good because she really liked me. Um, but you have to, you have to kind of buddy up with a professor or two and get to know them a bit, you know, go to their office hours, try to have some form of relationship with them so that you can ask them to write you a letter of recommendation and know that it's going to be a good one and not feel awkward asking someone that you don't even know. So, especially if at, you're at a big school where they don't really know all the students, you really are going to have to put yourself out there and make yourself known. Um, I think... Oh yeah, people wanted to know who I applied for and why since I talk about how I went to Idaho for my internship. Um, so I, at that point in my life, I wanted to do something different and experience something that I've never experienced before. So I could have applied to all Michigan internships, but I purposely applied for all out-of-state internships just because I wanted to try something new and just do something crazy. Um, and this was before Wyatt and I started dating that I decided that. Um, so I could have changed my mind. I, I can't remember where I was at in the process. I could have changed my mind and changed them to all Michigan ones. Um, I don't think it was before like I had to put my final answers in. Um, but Wyatt and I didn't know each other for that long and I am such a like independent person that I didn't want a guy to affect my decision of what I wanted to do with my life. So I was like, either he supports me or we aren't meant to be. And he fully supported me. He never once like made me feel bad about it. He was happy for me because he knew that that's what I wanted to do, um, and, of course, we were, like, both sad. We had to spend almost a year apart from each other with only seeing each other two times. Um, but I just didn't want to change my mind because of a guy. So that is why I went to Idaho for my internship, which, if you've never been to Idaho, it is totally different than you could ever imagine. It's so beautiful. Um, I ended up making a lot of good friends there, and I'm still friends with them today, and they'll be at our wedding in August. So, um, it was a really great experience. The only thing that I regret about it is that I had to pay out-of-state tuition for that. And, you know, when you're, like, taking on, like, loans and stuff like that, you don't really have a concept of what it's going to take to pay stuff back. Um, and it kind of gets to a point where you're like, well, I already have this much loans. What's another 16K going to add to that? 
Um, and if, if you guys are listening, you don't already know, dietitians have to pay for their internship and then they work 40 hours a week. It's like supervised practice, um, but it's basically working for most of the rotations that we do. And we're told not to have a job during it. So it's very, very hard financially and going out of state unless they have the same tuition for like in-state and out-of-state people, it can get pretty crazy with the cost. So um, looking back, it would have been way smarter for me to just go somewhere in-state, not only cheaper because of the tuition difference, but also just like moving across the country. That's not cheap. So I was definitely having like a like a quarter life crisis. <laughs> I I don't regret it. It was a great experience and I actually like really enjoyed my internship while I know a lot of people dreaded going to it every day. My preceptors were amazing. I loved the places that I worked in and I loved Idaho. I loved the friends that I had there. So I really did love it and I know that that isn't the case for a lot of people. So that made it worth it, but you know, 16K or 20K, whatever it was, didn't sound like a lot back then because I had no concept of money. And and you're, you're just kind of like, well, you know, I'm going to make money someday, so I'll be able to pay that back. No problem. <sighs> but loans are, loans are crazy. And I have both student loans and parent loans. So I can imagine if people don't have the option to have a parent loan, it would be really hard um, because my parent loans don't have interest on them. Quick interruption to tell you about today's sponsor, Legion Athletics. They are my supplement sponsor that I partner with online and they are one of few brands that I would confidently be able to recommend to you guys. Um, I recommend it to people online, to my clients, to my parents, my fiance, to myself, (laughs) which I definitely would not do if it wasn't a brand that I trust. Um, They have researchers and scientists making sure that all their ingredients are safe, effective, and in the correct form and dose so that you're not wasting your hard-earned money on supplements that don't even work. Um, You know, a lot of companies, they aren't fully transparent with their labels. Um, They'll list like proprietary blends. Um, They don't get third-party tested and stuff like that where you don't truly know what you're getting in the supplement and they could put, you know, the tiniest little sprinkle of that ingredient that is the most effective one in there just to save money for themselves and give you a product that won't work very well. So it's much better to have everything listed right there so you can see exactly what you're getting. I just got the cinnamon cereal protein, the whey protein in the mail, and let me tell you, new favorite for sure. It tastes so good. I've had it with just almond milk, like vanilla almond milk, and then also did it in my overnight oats the past couple days, the one that I always post on Instagram. If you want to know how to make it, check out my reels. I do it step by step there or in my highlights. If you go to my supplement highlight, um, I'm pretty sure I have it in there as well, but so good. Eat it every single day. Um, And I take a lot of their other supplements as well. So if you guys have any questions about any of them, please either send me a DM or send me an email and I would be happy to help you out. 
You can get 20% off your first order with my code EMB. If you use it, thank you for supporting me. Um, You can send me a screenshot of your receipt to my email to enter into my giveaway. Um, So yeah, 20% off. That's an amazing deal. And if you're a returning customer, you'll get double rewards points, which adds up to be money towards your next order anyways. So it's a great deal. Um, Free shipping. So you don't have to worry about that extra expense as long as you're in the US. And if you end up not liking the product, you can always return it and get your money back. So no loopholes. They'll give it back to you with no questions asked. Um, so yeah, EMB, send me a DM or email if you have any questions and the link to the website will be in the description box. Um, so yeah, that was the reasoning for that. Um, I, I applied for like Idaho, California, um, I think maybe North Carolina, and yeah, I don't really remember, but so what happens is you rank the places you want from like first to whatever. So you rank the ones you want the most and go down. Then the internships rank the people who applied and then it kind of goes through this matching system where the ones that you rank the highest will give you a better chance of getting them. If you're ranking something like five or six, you're probably not going to have a chance at that unless like a lot of people didn't apply to it. I feel like me being out of state actually gave me an advantage um, because I don't know if it was because they would make more money off me knowing that I have to pay out-of-state tuition, Um, but every other single person at my internship was from that college except one other girl. She was from Oregon, which she didn't have to pay out-of-state tuition because they have some kind of like treaty between them, Um, but I honestly feel like that might be why I got picked because they're like, oh, dollar signs from this girl from Michigan. Um, not sure, but I really have a feeling that was it. Um, so anyways, went to Idaho State and I was placed in Twin Falls, which was about two hours, I think, from where the college actually was. So it was like 12 of the girls in the internship were in tw- were in. Pocatello where the school is and then me and the girl from Oregon were placed in Twin Falls. So here I am moving across the country. I don't know a single person in the state of Idaho and then on top of that they place me in a completely different city than the actual college so it's not like I can hang out with my internship people and it was really depressing at first. I'm like are you kidding me? They really just screwed me right over, placing me over here where it's not even a college town. How am I going to meet people? Um, But then eventually, like, I made friends. If you're wondering how I made friends. (laughs) Um, So I joined a gym there and I went on the gym's, like, social media and looked at, like, the people who were tagging that they were there and I saw these two friends. (laughs) Bailey and Hunter and I followed them both on Instagram (laughs) and they followed me back and they were like watch my stories and I would like 
document a lot of my process on there and I would like say like yeah like I don't know anyone don't have any friends blah 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 and Hunter actually DM me one day and asked if I wanted to like hang out with them so I went over to a stranger's house to have some wine and then I went to the bar with them after and then we became best friends <laughs> um so thankfully I'm really outgoing uh but yeah, once I made some friends and got to know, like, the town more, I realized that where I was placed was, like, way better than the college town. So, I ended up being really happy about it. So, let's move on to the internships. So, most internships are around, like, 10 months to a year. Um, It's supposed to be, like, 1,200 hours of supervised practice and it comes out to be like 40 hours a week. And then sometimes like homework assignments on top of that as well. So once every like week or every other week I would have class. So I'd have to drive to the college and have class. Um, but other than that, it was all at my different rotations. So we go through all different rotations of like different areas of work. Um, I did clinical I did food service. I did a lot of community work because that was like the the focus of my internship um, and did all like diabetes, kidney, all the little like specialties like that too. Um, one thing I will say is that when it lists like the focus of the internship, a lot of times it doesn't really matter. So if you're like, oh, you know, I really want to stay in Michigan or I really want to go to this place, but their focus is clinical and I don't think I like clinical. Honestly, wouldn't worry about it. The only difference is going to be like a few extra weeks in clinical compared to the other ones. And it really doesn't make a difference. Like mine listed sports nutrition under theirs and I was at the time looking like only at sports nutrition ones and guess what the sports nutrition was a two-week internship and it was like an optional one where I could have like chose something else and I ended up not even doing it because I would have had to stay at like the college town for two weeks and like stay with someone or get a hotel so I ended up not even doing it so don't go based off of like the things that says it includes because they all pretty much include the same things and the only differences will be like maybe a little bit different in the amount of weeks that you go to each internship rotation. Um, So I thought I would hate clinical and I ended up actually really loving it while I was there. Um, So you just don't know until you like actually dive into it. So don't write off like a certain area of work until you really, really experience it. And even then, you might just be experience a bad location. Like I know my friend, she um, did her internship in Michigan and the hospital that she did her clinical at was so terrible and she she absolutely hated it. And it's not that she hates clinical. It's just that she hates the place that she was in. So I wouldn't write anything off um, and just be very open to the kind of work that you'd be willing to go into. Um, 
So yeah, I loved all of my preceptors except one. <laughs> they were amazing. Actually, some of them we still follow each other on social media and a lot of them were actually really young, like in their 20s or early 30s. So I felt like they were just really cool and easygoing and easy for me to get along with. Um, they didn't act like all high and mighty. They weren't old and like old school following things that weren't even like research-based anymore um, and just stuck in their ways except for one of them. Um, my Wick preceptor kind of sucked, not gonna lie. She was so rude. She was older and yeah, she was so rude and then the last day they like kind of give you an e evaluation and she was saying like such nice things like how I was so good at like talking with the clients and how she learned some like interviewing things from me and I'm like I really think that you're just trying to get on my good side now so I don't give you a terrible evaluation after you like made me cry <laughs> um so yeah that was really my only bad experience everything else I loved or like I loved the people that I was working with maybe not exactly what I was doing um but yeah I can't say that I I enjoyed food service was never something that I wanted to do and the internship also confirmed that I don't want to work in food service. All right so moving on to after the internship. I know this is long but it's going to be long but I just want to cover everything. Everything that you guys could possibly wonder. So after my internship I moved back home to my parents' house and I worked at their dental office while I was studying for my exam. Um, at my internship at the very end, Jean Inman, I don't know if you heard of her, but she has a review for the board exam and she actually came to our school and we bought her review book and she actually went through it all with us and had us like highlight the important things. Um, so I would highly recommend getting her review. That's the only thing that I used to study. And so we looked through the whole thing together and then I looked through it again on my own and I did like all the practice questions in there and that's the only thing that I used to study. Do not try to study on your own without some kind of review that is meant for this because I'm telling you guys these questions and this information on this exam is completely whack. Like, one question will be asking you about, like, very science-y, like, molecular whatever. And then the next question will ask you, like, what temperature to bake your blueberry muffins at. I'm not kidding. Like, it is so random, and especially the food service questions. You will never think to, like, know this information unless you get this exam book or any, any like, specific review for the dietitian board exam. Um, so, yeah, I went through the Gene Inman review. Someone asked if I passed or failed the first time, and I did pass the first time, thankfully. But I wouldn't say I, I passed with flying colors. I did not do, like, amazing on the exam. I passed, and that's all that matters. <laughs> um, but I only studied for three, 
I I remember, well, I actually went on my, like, old blog post to look because I made a blog post about it, but it said I studied for three to three and a half weeks, and I have some tips for you guys. This actually is coming from my blog post. Um, Thankfully, I wrote that a long time ago because I am 25 now, and for some reason, it's already hard for me to remember this stuff. (laughs) Um, But my number one tip for everyone is always do not tell anyone your exam date except maybe like your significant other or someone who like isn't gonna judge you or make you feel bad if you don't pass. So if you don't tell anyone, it it takes off so much pressure. If you tell everyone, hey guys, I'm going to take my exam on January 1st. First of all, don't do that because you'll probably be hungover. But second of all, then all you're thinking about is shit, if I don't pass this exam, I have to tell all these people that I didn't pass my exam. Um, So I wouldn't tell anyone. Go take it in secret. And that way, if you don't pass, you don't have to tell anyone. So I literally only told Wyatt. I didn't even tell my parents. I don't know how I got away with that. Either they were at work or I told them I was going to see my friends in Marquette because that's where the testing center was. But I'm not really sure how I how I did it. But yeah, so I came home and surprised them. I have a video actually of me showing my mom like that I passed. <laughs> I forgot about that. I got to go look that up. That was cute. Um, but yeah, so don't tell anyone when your exam is. Schedule your exam as soon as you're eligible. So you have to get some kind of like verification statement or something from your internship. Um, as soon as you're eligible, I would go ahead and schedule it. Obviously, schedule it, like, at least, like, a month away or something. Um, you can always push the date back within, like, however many hours before the exam date. Um, but if you have it scheduled, you will be more likely to stay on top of your studying knowing that you have a date in mind. Otherwise, you'll just kind of push it off forever. So, I planned, I fully planned to push mine back and then I never ended up pushing it back. So definitely schedule it right away. And I would also suggest scheduling it for early morning um, because I don't know about you, but before I take an exam like that, I'm definitely nervous. And the last thing I want is to have a full day of like having anxiety. (laughs) Um, So you're better off just getting it over first thing in the morning. Um, so on the study guides, there's like four domains, at least, um, in the Gene Inman study guide, there's four domains and these are like the four domains of dietetics that are going to be on the exam. I don't remember what they all are, but I know that my worst one was food service. I did not know that information. So whatever domain you feel like is your worst one, that is the one that you should focus on first. Um, the questions on the exam are tricky. They are trick questions. They are assholes about the way they word these questions and the answers that they put. I swear to God, some of the questions had four right answers, but the question will say, choose the one that is most correct. So you really have to know your shit. And you really have to, like, 
read the questions, read all the answers because you might see the, you know, A is a correct answer and just click that one knowing that you know for sure that's correct. But guess what? C might be more correct than that one. So keep that in mind. Um, definitely don't worry about the time constraint. I, I was not like pressured for time at all. I had like 45 minutes left after. Um, actually at the testing center I was at, it was me and then a bunch of people taking their NCLEX, like to be a nurse and their test is like double as long as ours. Um, so I felt really good, like being able to get out of their way before they did. Um, so the testing, people get so worked up about the number of questions they have because, you know, everyone talks about how the exam can go up to 145 questions, but also it can stop early because it goes on, like, depending on how many questions you, like, get right or wrong or something like that. I wouldn't worry about the number because I had all 145 questions and I still passed. So don't worry like, oh shit, like I'm on 140 now and it didn't stop yet. Like I probably failed. Um, But you definitely can still pass if you have to take all the questions. Um, Also, some of the questions in the exam, they don't even count towards your score, which I find so weird. Um, Some of them are like garbage questions that don't even count. Uh, So review the material the day before, but I would not recommend the night before. You should already know everything that you will know for the exam the day before. And the last thing that you want to do is stay up all night studying and then be exhausted for the exam and then not perform well. So I recommend cutting it off, realizing like, hey, this is all I'm going to know. That's fine. I'm going to just go for it and I'm going to go to bed and get some good sleep and be well rested. Um, so I think that's it for the exam. Um, applying for jobs. So it can be really frustrating, um, especially because the amount of time that it takes to fill out applications can really just be ridiculous um and like having cover letters and all that stuff and then you'll notice that a lot of job postings will say like must have two years experience um working as a dietitian like literally every job says that don't listen to it because it's not true and guess what if no one applies that has two years of job experience then they won't be taking someone who has two years of job experience. So I would apply for any dietitian job that you want um, and not really worry too much about like the requirements that they post for it. But don't get discouraged if it takes a while and don't be afraid to get a different job for that time in between if you need to um, because it can take a little while to get a job and you also don't want to settle for like some like shitty old job like I almost did. Well, I kind of did. Um, so I was like getting ready to just accept anything and I moved downstate with Wyatt 
while I was searching for jobs. So I moved right in with his family um, because I felt like if I was already living in the area, they would take me more seriously than if I was living in the UP, like seven hours away. Um, So I moved here and the first job that I got accepted for, I (laughs) went to go tour it and... Well, first, there was two locations that I would be working at, and the one that they, like, let me go to was the better location, and even at that, it was still pretty sketchy, and then, so Wyatt's dad was like, um, you're not working there, and he was like, do you want to go see what it looks like, and so he drove me there, and all the houses around the facility were, like, those houses that are, like, abandoned homes with like the roof collapsed in and the windows smashed out and graffiti on them (laughs) and stuff like that so that was the job that I was almost going to accept just because I was so desperate um and then actually no I I would have accepted it except they actually the dietitian group that was working there got like I don't know the word for it. They got like expelled. (laughs) I'm making that word up. But like basically the dietitian group that worked there was like its own company working in the facility and they had so many like regulations that they didn't meet so that they all got fired or something. So then the company that I was applying for like no longer was accepting people. Um, And then I got another job that I absolutely hated. Um, I talk about it in my very, it was either my first podcast I ever did on this channel or the second. So if you want to know about my first dietitian job that I had, you can go listen to that because I'm not going to get into it again. (laughs) Um, so yeah, absolutely hated that job as well. Um, and while I was working there, first I had, uh, owner of title boxing reach out to me to start working there. Um, So I started working there just part-time, like whenever I was able to, I would run some little challenges there and I took, I started working only four days a week at my other job that I hated. Um, So that was kind of like the way I sprung into where I am now. So I was working at Title Boxing and then Des actually asked me to start working for her And I did that part-time as well. So I had three jobs at one time. I was really grinding it out. Um, And once I was making, once I realized that I was making more working those jobs in my like short amount of time that I had to, I was making more doing that than I was working my Monday through Thursday at my terrible job. That's when I realized like, hey, I really, like, need to quit this job because now it's just holding me back and I dread going there every day. Um, so that is when I made the full switch to working online and at Title Boxing, and now I only work online. Um, but I would not, people, like, ask, do I regret becoming a dietitian? And 
I would not have had either of those jobs, the title boxing one or the one with Des, if I wasn't a dietitian because both of them were specifically looking for a registered dietitian with those credentials and with that education background. And I know there are a lot of other people looking for that as well. So I definitely don't regret it. Um, I know that there are some people who do regret it. So I know that, you know, it can go both ways. Um, but just know that it'll be, you can find a job that you love. It might take a while. You might have to make your own business, but there are so many opportunities that you can do as a dietitian compared to if I wouldn't have finished off. If I would have just had the degree in nutrition, there would not be that many job opportunities for me. Doing that internship and getting those credentials opens you up to way more opportunities and the opportunities will only grow as you have more experience and more time working as a dietitian. So I'm really glad I did it. Um, I know not everyone is and I know that there are people out there doing the same thing that I do that don't have this background and you know they can still be great too. Um, There's a lot of shitty coaches out there too that have no idea what they're talking about. But I know that there are really good coaches out there as well that don't have this credential too. So I'm not blind to that. I definitely know that. I do feel like it helps me a ton, especially like not only just with nutrition, but also with how to talk to people, um, how to motivate people, because those are things that I also learned during my internship and during my schooling that I think a lot of people don't know, um, how to make something simpler and easier for people to digest. It also helps me with my Instagram posts, (laughs) Um, making them like really easy for people to understand because guess what? Not everyone understands like super sciencey terms and not only do they not understand it, but they're not even going to read it because they're like, I don't even know what these words are. So I do feel like it was definitely worth it for me and I am glad I did it. Um, but I think that's it. I hope I answered. Oh, wait, no, I will go, um, open up the Q and A. It'll take me a little bit to find, but just hang here with me for a minute. Um, cause I know that there was questions also that I probably wouldn't cover. I think it was all the way back at the beginning of January where I posted this. Um... Should be almost there. Anyways, if you're someone who has no interest in becoming a dietitian and you sat there and listened to this whole thing, like, send me a message, girl, guy, whatever. Um, because I just want to know who you are, that you're so dedicated to me that you just listen to me ramble for 50 minutes about something that you have no interest in. (laughs) Um, Shit, where is it? I know it was the beginning of January when I posted it. Oh, found it. Okay, here we go. Okay, a lot of these I answered, so I gotta find the ones that I didn't. I'm worried I won't remember what I learned in undergrad and will struggle. 
honestly, I feel like I did, I did forget some of the stuff I learned in undergrad, but also it's so different when you're actually applying it to a real person and you're seeing like the actual process of things. Cause this is what I always think about too. So I did not understand kidney disease and dialysis at all when we learned it in school. I was so confused. I had no clue what they meant. Um, but then once I went and worked in a, in a kidney center, I saw it happening. I learned what actually was going on. So I felt like I learned so much more during my internship to do things hands-on, to see people, to help them actually a real person in person Um, I feel like it's totally different. So same thing with like tube feeds. When you're trying to learn that in school, it is so damn confusing. But then when you're actually doing it in a hospital, they all have kind of like their different ways of doing it, but it's so much easier. So don't worry. You, you, you'll be a lot better than you think you will. Um, before my internship, did I do anything to prepare? So most internships, I believe will give you some kind of like homework assignment And I stress so much about that homework assignment thinking like, oh my God, what if I get these questions wrong? They're going to think I'm an idiot. They're going to drop me from the internship. (laughs) Um, But then on the first day of the internship, we actually just went over the answers together in class. They didn't even like actually grade it or anything. Um, So if you have some kind of homework assignment, that's all you really need to do to prepare. Um, Other than that, not really. Um, when to apply to jobs as an intern. So, um, I didn't apply until I think it was either after I, I passed my board exam or right before I started applying. Was it like right before I took my board exam? I didn't apply to jobs as an intern. Um, I think you probably can, but then it's like they rely on you passing your board exam within like a certain amount of time. Um, so I don't really have a good answer for that. Uh, what kind of jobs can you get with this degree besides working in a hospital? Honestly, there are so many different jobs that dietitians can have. It's insane. Like how many different areas there are. Um, so I feel like it'd be better for you to just Google like different dietitian jobs or something than me to try to list them off um because there's like probably a hundred um I answered these uh what worked better for you online school or going to class um actually I only had the option pretty much to do going to class except for maybe a couple of my like general classes like I took stats online um, but the actual dietitian classes like that senior year I I never had the option to do those online so for the most part it probably just depends on the school that you're at but we all went to went to class same same people same class every like same classes all week every week all in person at least for the final year when we do all of our very very like nutrition focused classes uh would you consider becoming a certified sports dietitian um I used to think that that's what I wanted to do but honestly I 
don't think so. Um, I could always change my mind when I get older, but as of now, it's not something that I'm interested in doing. Um, at first I thought that's what I want to do, but then I realized that I would have had to do like another internship after my internship basically to get into the field or be like very, very underpaid for a while. And that is something that I just couldn't do. Um, it's pretty hard to like get into it unless maybe you like know people. Um, but as of now, not really something I'm interested. They work very, very, very long and like weird hours and I love what I do. Um, recommendations for starting my own business. So first recommendation would be to have some kind of online educating presence. Even if your business isn't going to be an online business, like you're going to actually like meet with clients in real life. Social media is huge these days and it's huge for marketing. Even like, you know, when I'm like booking my wedding stuff, I'm looking at their Instagram pages and if they don't have any kind of social media, I'm kind of like, Hmm, this seems a little bit sketchy, but that's just how it is these days. So I would recommend having a social media presence, educating people for free, um, because people are more likely to hire someone that they already know is like good at educating. They know their stuff. Like, I'll be honest, there's a lot of people who applied for our DBFT position that have never posted anything about fitness or nutrition or educational in their history of having an Instagram. And for an online job, it's really, really important. So it definitely helps if you have that presence online and people trust you. They know what you, what you know. They see that you know what you're talking about. And even just, like, get to know your personality. Um... I'm so burned out from undergrad. What's a good temporary job before the dietetic internship? Um, so I'm assuming you're saying like you're going to take like a year off or so in between. Um, I would do something that is going to be good for you to put on your application. So um, like working as a dietary aide like I did. Um, I don't know if you can be, like, a diet tech. I'm not positive. I think you might have to pass, like, an exam or something for that. Um, if there's any kind of, like, nutrition-related job that you can get, that would be fabulous. Um, what is a nutrition slash dietetics degree versus becoming an RD? So, I have a nutrition and dietetics degree, um, but that that didn't make me a dietitian. In order to become a dietitian, I had to also do the internship after and take the board exam. So there are people who have degrees in nutrition and dietetics that didn't go on through the full process of becoming a dietitian. I think that's it. I feel like I answered all these. Um, I really, really hope this was helpful for you guys. Please share it on your story Share it with whoever you think it would be helpful for. Share it in your RD2B Facebook group. Share it with your classmates. Share it, share it, share it so that it was worth it for me to take the time to do this. But thank you guys for listening. Love you so much and I'll talk to you soon.